welcome once again to another episode of Suffolking Gay, the fabulous podcast that tackles first world gay probs one problem at a time. Like last week when you had this really good hookup with this dude and then all of a sudden, oh my god, he's in your church choir. Like, awkward and well, he's, shit. he's only in the choir? He's not like the pastor leading the, ser- the sermon? No, no. I was in ceremony. I'm not like, no not this time. No, I, I'm the pastor. Oh, okay, okay. He's one of my altar boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're back. How exciting is this? So exciting. We've taken like a little tiny hiatus because... Yep. Oh god, what what should be the story? Like, I think I really need to cause... Like, I need to start some rumors. Was I in, like, fat camp? You were pregnant. Oh, I was pregnant. Again? Again. Seriously? I know. Can you stop getting me ass pregnant? Um, can you stop being so fucking ass fertile? Uh, <laughs> my ass is so fertile. It is ridiculous. I'm literally dropping eggs like Birdo from Super Mario Brothers 2. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so yes, we're back. And this week we are talking about gay drama. What? Because I don't know why, but it's redonkulous the amount of gay drama that we just live with in our everyday lives. So, um, in case you didn't know it, I'm at GayYodaYYC, and with me, as always, is my husband, the darling Eric. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Um, I didn't even tell you to be gay, but I think it kind of just turned out. Uh, It's... I am what I am. Yeah. <laughs> you is what you is. I is what I is. Wow, that's really deep and shit, Popeye. So, we're talking about the gay drama. Yeah. Uh, it's something that's really prevalent in our lives, and it's... Like, do we even know why? Like, why do we live at such a high level of... Uh, what is it? It, it? I don't... Other than drama, I don't know what to call it. Like, well, and, and, like, you can't even limit it to... Because stereotypically, when you, when you think about, like gay man, we are supposed to be more dramatic. Yeah, yeah. But you can't really even limit it to gay men because, like, I know the lesbians I've had in my life have mm-hmm. been just as, if not more dramatic yeah. than I am. Like, and you... Because, you know, like, we all know, we expect women, quote-unquote, to live in a high level of drama because they're used to it. Like, they're... like, Or at least that's what society says. Like, yes. they're gossipy and they're catty and they're mean girls asked to everybody. Yeah. You get in a click and you always fight with the click. But... I think that's just kind of teenage girl stuff. And then once they grow out of the phase, if they ever do, yeah, then they don't worry about it as much. But maybe just as gays, we stay teenage girls until the uh, end of time. Maybe. I don't know. And same as lesbians. Maybe it's the lack of heterosexual sex. Maybe. That's what it is. The uh, I think this is a scientific fact that I am putting down right now. That if you don't have heterosexual sex, you never stop with the drama. But is it... And I don't even think it's... Like, yes, it's a constant state of drama, but it's always new drama. Yes. Like, it's... it's oh, it's a, never enough. No, like, it's... And it's rare that we hold a grudge on said drama. Well, well, no. We... we I think we can pretend to. Like, there's always going to be, oh, that bitch that you hate from ten years ago. Yeah. That stole your boyfriend. Yeah. And, or you hate her, but you can't even remember why you hate her, but you just hate her. Yes. Like, that's... That's what we do. Yeah. Like, we kind of live within that continuous cycle, and you have no idea what's going yeah. on half the time. But you just do it. And then all your friends know, oh, God, don't let Cynthia talk to Tara. Because... Yeah. But is that why we enjoy shows like Survivor and Big Brother? I think so. But I think as a society... Yeah. ...that it really works, because we like to see uh, the eternal struggle. Yeah. Hashtag the struggle is real. All the time, and if it's whether it be man versus nature or man versus man, 
or men versus himself. My God, I'm totally like going back to like grade seven English class <laughs> when we're learning about the three kind of like antagonists. It's we just like to see how other people deal in situations yeah. that we may not ever be in ourselves. Like. I think the majority of us, especially as Canadians, know that we'll never be on Survivor. Yes. Because we don't have it. Well, no, because I was thinking about, like, Big Brother Canada, which, yeah, yeah. Um, depending on when this comes out, uh, comes out. Well, this will be coming out. Oh, my God. It'll be dropping tonight. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, Big Brother, I think, starts this week. Yeah, March 6th. Yes. Yep. Okay, so, Big Brother Canada starts. And I remember... Arisa, I love you. <laughs> I remember last year, you and I sat down and watched, like, the season premiere, mm-hmm. and we were like... Holy fuck, these people are catty. Yes, there was a whole bunch of shit going on. But then we were like, like, oh my god, I can't get enough. I know. Um, And I think we were even saying it, because I think our roommate who'd never watched... Not our roommate, but our next-door neighbor, who'd never watched an episode of Big Brother ever. Yeah. Watched Big Brother Canada, and he was, like, hooked. Yes. Because there was so much shit going on. It was like, we were like, oh yeah, that's normal. But it's not normal. It was, like, cranked to 11. Yes. Like, literally, there was so much... And I'm sure that, yes... all to do with the producers. Yes, oh, you pick oh, those yeah. people. Yes, you put them in a house. So it's all, it makes good TV. Yes. But it's just like specifically, it makes good TV, I think, just for, maybe it is society in general, just as gays, we expect yeah. it to happen more. Because we, like, we watch that, but then there's also things that I want to say the gays specifically watch, but I think everyone else is kind of getting into it now. Like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. And any of the Real Housewives of Insert City here. Yes. Like, all of them. Yep. Like, the gays just can't get enough of that yes. shit. Yeah. Or even shows like Sister Wives. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because it's like, you know, you, you like to see that, like, angst between people or mm-hmm. something. But it's... And you can't even say because you don't even want to see it in your own life because you love seeing it in your own life. Oh, yeah. And there's some people that just thrive on it. And they're always putting themselves either into a situation they know they shouldn't be in or making people do things that they know is going to cause something else, some kind of conflict. But it's just so, like, I don't know, know, it's ingrained in us. But I think it's because it makes a good story. And I think as a society, we are built on being storytellers. Yeah. Right? So, like, if if you don't have a good story to one-up your BFF, then, like, you're boring as fuck. This is true. Right? And there are many times where I'm like, I don't have the story to one-up you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry your relationship is disintegrating in front of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, excuse me for a second while I go feed my husband some cheesecake. Yes, thank you. cheesecake. <laughs> but again, I think it's because the reason that we don't have any of that is because we don't incite drama in our relationship. Yes. Well, and I think, but I think ours is because we have a, pro- it's a product or a byproduct of being open. Yeah. In an open relationship, because... But, mm, I don't know, because I think there's probably still going to be other people that are in real open relationships that will still have fighting and drama. But, I, no, I'm saying, like, in, in, it's for, like, our case, it's because we're open. Because yeah. there is there is no reason for drama, because we have nothing to hide from each other. That's true. Right? And it's because there's no jealousy factor. Whereas yeah, yeah. I feel like in, mo- in some monogamous relationships, there's always that jealousy factor of, oh, you looked at the other woman, what does that mean? Yeah. Or, oh, your BFF is... The opposite sex. Why do you have a BFF that's the opposite sex? Yeah. Right. I guess that makes sense. I think there's still some people... Maybe that's... Okay, so maybe that is what it is. That it is either... uh, We'd like to incite drama. Even not not with our partners, but everyone else. uh, In a 
as a jealousy factor or the fact that you're trying to covet what they have and yeah. you can't have it and it's anger so you're trying to destroy it kind of the whole uh, if I can't have it no one can that kind of thing uh, but I think there's just other people that it, it, it kind of falls into two categories that one they kind of just love diving in and being the center of a conflict mm-hmm. or starting a conflict and then backing away and then seeing what happens. Do you think that's a symptom, though, of the fact we're in a social media age? Mm-hmm. It could be. Where, like, everything you see is reactive? Yes. And right? I think, right, you you do have to react to everything that is in someone's lives yeah. somehow. Like, literally, it, you they take a picture of their dinner and you either have to like it or scroll past it. Yes. So it's I think it's just a sense of validation that people are needing nowadays. Yeah. That because I I know we we have fr- uh, a few mutual friends on Facebook that or on Facebook and Twitter that are constantly showing like their like mushy gushy pictures mm-hmm. with them and their significant other. Yep. And there are many, there have been many times where we're like, oh god, again. Yes, exactly. We don't want to see this. Yeah. We don't care. I don't like we intentionally don't share any mushy gushy pictures because it's like god no one wants to see that yeah i hardly want to see it when you're all sweet and sensitive to me i don't (laughs) want no one else wants to see it there's like there's like the the like two stereotypical posts we post a year Mm -hmm. and it's usually our anniversary and then i'm going to say one of our birthdays or like valentine's day where it's like oh my god you're the best thing that ever happened to me Mm -hmm. exactly whereas i think this valentine's day like you fucked up my dinner or something like that and i think that's what i put on there yeah probably yeah yeah i'm like happy valentine's day to me he fucking forgot my fork (laughs) (laughs) this is what i do and this is why he loves me it's really strange (laughs) but yeah no i think i also because the the thought that came to me was Again, it's mutual friends that we either have on, like, Insta or Facebook or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they, they got a... Uh, there's one guy who has, a, like, a, they got a lot of followers. And they they do post a lot of salacious things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're very thirst-trappy. Yes. And it's... You know, they're, they're showing how much their relationship is good and how much, you know, yes, love and excitement and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then... I don't know. It's like they put themselves out there so far and then any time something goes negative, like they get a negative post or whatever, whatever, they like completely blow up. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to say, well, what do you expect? But what do you expect? Yeah. Right. You're putting yourself out there so much. Yeah. That it's either you're living a completely exposed life or you're living a caricature of what you're creating of yourself. Um, I know that, even on Twitter, I am a caricature of who I am. Yeah. Like, it, I play a character. Yeah. A lot of the time on Twitter. Like, I'm a, you know, a total slut. And I'm banging all these dudes left, right, and center. I've got, like, you know, 25 guys lined up for tonight. But that is my Twitter kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas... And by in, 25 guys, he means that one porno he's been itching to look at. Exactly. And I'm just <laughs> waiting for my husband to go to bed yeah. so I can watch it for like five minutes, scroll through, get to the money shot, and then that's it. Yeah. So I've never... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm who I am on this podcast. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's it's too hard to fake it. Although I fake a relationship for five years. Bitch. <laughs> but it's... 
on Twitter and on any of those, you can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. And you know that all the posts that you post, you've taken like 50 other shots of and you've selected the best one and you've filtered it right and you've auto-tuned your face and you've done all this stuff. So I can get it. Like you've done all this work for it to make that perfect picture and then someone still is, ugh, ugly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. But I kind of feel when that happens, a lot of them... You do get hurt, and it's understandable, but again, it's just trolls, yeah. so it doesn't shouldn't matter. Don't pick up your ball and go home, because yeah. that's kind of what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. Although, on the flip side, I have to tell my husband all the time, do not engage the trolls. <laughs> Literally, they are there to start drama, and you fall for that trap every single time. Drives me nuts. I'll see him on the Facebooks and like someone will say something stupid and then you will have to react to it. And you're like, going to a fight with someone on Facebook. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? Don't poke the nameless, faceless profiles. If it's your family member, totally different. But if you don't know them, don't incite them. Well, no, because there is, I don't fall for, I don't fall for as often as you say I do. But there is times when like, I don't, when I see hate being posted or talked mm-hmm. about, yeah, yeah. I will call that person out because it's yes. not, it's it's fine if you don't agree with something. It's another thing to be hateful about it because you're not going to get anywhere if you're hateful about yeah. it. And I know I had this one, um, this one post, <laughs> this one Facebook war where I was talking about some, about a school board being anti-trans or something. And a former friend was like, well, this person who's transitioning at 12, um, I mean, their parents should be charged for child abuse. And I went off, because mm-hmm. I'm like, listen here, you stupid hoe. Yeah. And it was, I think there was like two or three of us involved in that mm-hmm. by the end of the day. and But, but I, like, I, I wasn't going to let this person be like, because it's fine if you want to drop it anonymously in the, yeah. like, on the main feed, mm-hmm. but you drop it on my feed... And you're like, yes. Then you, yes. Now you are talking to me. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm like, no. <laughs> you, your behavior is not going to be condoned here. Yeah. But I know there's like I've even had it like I've posted something on Instagram and then I'll have two of my followers, like in one reply, keep bickering back and forth. I'm like, I don't care if you're doing it on your own mm-hmm. thing. Don't do it on my feed. I'm not even replying to any of it. Yeah. Like it's like take it somewhere else. I am that guy who if drama is started i back away and just watch it happen Mm -hmm. and then i will come in at the end to be the peacekeeper and look like i am the savior yeah even if i start if i probably started it somehow my teehee and (laughs) by completely undermining everything that was going on and just you know setting the mousetrap and then it just i let it i watch it go off yeah and I'm not saying that's a good thing, but sometimes it's fun. Yes. That's all. Yeah. But I can admit that I do that. I just don't know if other people are seeing it, seeing what they're doing for what it is. Mm-hmm. That they kind of just live and they have to thrive on drama and they have to just always be living the lives of, like, the real housewives of whatever. Yeah. And, you know, Drag Race and Big Brother. I think it's because we are seeing all of it, and even any of the celebrities that we're seeing, like any of the Kardashians. Yeah. It's 
literally news story every day and somehow Chris Jenner decides to top it every single time. Yeah. Okay, we know that she's the matriarch and the mastermind of the everything. Yeah. But like every every news story is better than the next one. Yeah. But like 45 is like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he who shall not be named. Exactly. Um where and and I think he, he has learned to use it as a tool of political deception because mm-hmm. it's Oh, here, look what I'm doing. I'm going to be yeah. big and loud. Yeah, flashy, flashy, and, flashy, and, flashy and, up and, here. And then I'm going to sneak this little thing on the side. Right here through that, the side. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, slide the envelope to the person over here as the yeah. lights are, you know, dazzling you with your brilliance up yeah. there. Yeah. And, and I, I noticed that with some of my American friends where it's a constant stream of drama and BS coming out of D.C. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how how can you not go insane? Yeah. Like I know. know, like even in Canada, we've got we we're having all this. I can't even say like it's a tenth of the stuff that's going on. Oh yeah, right. Trudeau is doing like a little bit here or there, yeah. and then you know now we've had our second cabinet minister quit today. Well, and do you, but you think that we're excited? Like we're we're being excited because we finally have a newsworthy scandal. I, I think so. And then it's like ooh scandal. Let's continue with yeah. it. And then. It's like we're, we're we're trying to elevate that our scandal to the same level as the states. Yeah. Uh, and, but it's nowhere near it because it's because we're not we're nowhere near as bad. Exactly. Right. We're trying again. We're trying to bring our level of drama to yeah. their level because we feel like because we're in it and it is our lives mm-hmm. that. Our drama is just as important, if not more, than the people that we see all the time. Yeah. And it's not. No. Like, we cannot say that what we live in in Canada is anywhere near what's going on in the States. No, God, it's, no. Uh, uh, it's tame. It is. <laughs> At least you can follow along with what's happening. Yeah. Like, our, our worst day in Canada, in Canadian politics, is the equivalent of the best day in the States right now. Yeah, like, it, it's a day where Trump played golf. Yes. And didn't tweet anything. Yes. Like, that is a good day. <laughs> Shit's still gonna go on, but it's at least... It, maybe it wasn't him. Yeah. Like, what? Like this weekend he went and visited North Korea. And yes. then... So he wasn't even, quote-unquote, in the country to screw it all up. But then that one dude was doing testimony and yes. saying yeah. all the bad things that Trump did. So he's not even... <laughs> He doesn't have to be here anymore yeah. for to cause drama. Like he is amazing. Un- unfortunately, for a apex drama insider, yeah, he literally doesn't even have to be around anymore, and shit just I, I, happens. I know. I know it's insane. I know. So, if if anything, we kind of want to aspire to be that one day as a gay, because we don't even have to do anything and lift a finger. Do you ever get exhausted from all the drama? Yes and no, because I'm not in it. Because I don't like I I don't usually let, allow drama in my life, and if it happens, I just walk away. Yeah. Um. I've I've done it a few times, even with family members. I don't I do not accept drama from family members, and they sh- and they should really know that. And if they give me drama, I just I cut well, ties and go. Like, because I mean, we have a gay brother husband. Mm-hmm. Like. How, how have you guys ever dealt with drama? Or have you had a lot of drama? We, we've had you? drama, and, uh, and I know that we both, we deal with it in different ways. Yeah. Um, he likes to be up front with it and kind of bulldoze through the situation. I'm the opposite. I like to ignore it 
and yeah. or avoid it and see if it just fixes itself. Um, either, like, both have their pluses and minuses, I guess, but yeah. in the end, you still need to, you still need to deal with it. I think uh, you just need to find a, a, a good balance that works for you with, with which to do it. Uh, where, because I know I've seen you and your, any of the family drama that you have, it's like, sc- I don't want to say screaming matches, but it's like you guys will, you know, you're getting into heated, angry moments. Yes. It it blows up, but then it's done. Yeah. Whereas I literally can have a slow burn argument where no words are said for three weeks. Yeah. And it's still not resolved. Yeah. Like, and I think it, in some ways my way is worse. Yes. Because at least you guys are getting it out. But to me, it just looks so... It looks so violent and everything else. Because yeah. I, I don't want to say that I was growing up waspy, but I kind of was. Like, we didn't have feelings in our household that was actually shown. Yeah. It's just seeing you, it's like, it's big and excited, it's heated and it's like loud and it's like words are flying and anger, 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 anger. Doors yeah. are slamming, people are walking out, phones are getting thrown, and then it's done. Yes. Right? right. It's just <laughs> done. You say, okay, this is, I'm stupid, and then I'm stupid. And then, okay, I love you. Yes, I love you. And then make up. And then, like, literally five seconds later, you guys are talking about how much great times you have. And ha ha ha, wasn't that fun- fight funny? Yes. Like, that kind of thing. It just it boggles my mind. Yeah. That's not how <laughs> my family has ever dealt with it, so I don't get it. However, with that being said, I can see that if that is how arguments and conflict are dealt with, in uh, like in a family situation how people would actually like and crave drama because it kind of gets the adrenaline pumping and it does give you that yeah fight or flight kind of feeling yeah that drama would do it raises your excitement levels yeah right and it's give, it gives you that high because shit's going down and it's awesome and then as soon as it's all finished the crash is there and it's like oh my god I need it again I need more drama yeah it's it's I think it's something that people can get addicted to. Yeah, I think that. And I think that's why. Like, I think that's why I butt head so much with my younger sister. Because mm-hmm. um, my 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 younger brother, who's autistic, there's zero drama. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's because drama in his brain isn't logical. Makes sense, right? So, like, he's Vulcan. Is this what you're trying to say? Uh, pretty much, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, my brother is like a point ear away from being a Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. But I've never had. I've never had a fight with him. There's like there's been no drama between the two of us. I think our biggest argument is he keeps talking about video games and I'm like, stop, move on to something else. Yeah. Cause he has such a one track mind. Whereas my sister, I look at her the wrong way and she won't talk to me for three weeks because mm-hmm. um, you know, I I gave her some side eye that I yeah. shouldn't have. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like so it's But literally that's just showing you right there that people deal with conflict differently totally and it's just the way we see it like i think conflict like drama is one of the is one way of seeing conflict yeah because it's how you can relate to it it's like it's not war like like you're not gonna be like oh my god this is so great like watching a war like sitting eating popcorn and reveling in it yeah but if two people are if just two people are fighting you'll see you'll watch it yeah right but so there's just levels of with which to where drama is at and that you feel comfortable with doing. 
right? Yeah, but I also feel like I feel like gay on gay drama mm-hmm. and straight on gay drama are two different types of drama. Yes, because like I know with the limited gay friends that I have, I don't have a lot of drama with them, and I feel like we don't we don't pass a lot of drama around between us. But I think if it's any drama, it's of the good natured kind. If that makes sense. It's more like, like gossipy of, oh my yes, god, have you heard? Exactly. Yes. It's gossipy, and sometimes it's just belittling towards each other. Yes. Right? Uh, like, I've got like one of my besties that I've had for years. We always talk about, like, how much of horrors each other is. Yeah. And both of both of us, sadly, now are in long-term relationships. So we're not really whores anymore, but we will still say it. Wish you have the option to be a whore. It's not an option. It's a verified fact. <laughs> That's true. Yes. That's true. Um, if my whoredom was Twitter, I would have that circle with the check mark in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, we will incite drama back and forth, but it isn't anything that is of a negative connotation. Yes. Whereas I feel like a lot of the straight people in my life, they they come to me because they can create drama with yes. me. Yes. Easily. And, and, and that is where I get exhausted, is mm-hmm. because I'm like, I want a week where I don't have to hear about how your life is falling apart. Yeah. And how you're shitty to your significant other, or your significant other shitty to you, mm-hmm. or you're in a fight with your stepmom because, or, or your, your mother-in-law because, you know, she didn't like the way you baked your cake. Yeah. But I can see where it is, because I think if it's, I want to say gay on gay, like, crime, but it's gay on gay <laughs> drama. It's totally when you started, I'm like, really? That's kind of what it is. Um, but yeah, gay on gay drama I think it's because we're both on the same page. We both come from, like, we're, I don't want to say the same background, but we've got the same, uh, we're on the same level and the same understanding, and I think we know that there's only so far we can go with each other mm-hmm. until it's actually bad. Yes. Whereas if it's straight versus gay drama, you're not on the same page. You might like to think you are, or you op- oppositely might like to think that you are definitely not, like, especially if it's a pro-hetero person fighting a pro-gay person. Yeah. Like, they automatically incite drama. Not for any reason other than them thinking both parties are right. Yeah. Right? But I think that we get that a lot with any belief system. You'll always fight for with what you believe. Yeah. Which I don't think... I don't have a problem with it. So I can see it when the straight people are fighting for their beliefs. I just don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. But I can see them doing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with that, I think we're going to take a quick break. And. Yeah, because, like, your grinder's fucking. I know. I, my grinder is, like, vibrating. It's, like, jiggling the cat because it's just laying on it. And so yeah. I think I need to stop that. So give us a minute and we'll be right back. And we are back. Oops. Oh my god. Okay, seriously, grinder. Why does it have to give me so much goddamn drama? Right. Okay. Also, why is it my grinder only blows up when you come home? Uh, because <laughs> it kind of just like literally it follows me along. That's it's true. I, it's like a wake of dick. It just true. follows me everywhere I go. It's exhausting being me. Um, I'm sorry that you get my spillover. Like, it just... At least I'm getting something. Yeah, exactly. It just happens. <laughs> Let's talk about the different kinds of drama we got that we see as gay men. Yes. Well, uh, okay. Uh, I think uh, just starting with the level of 
um, drama that you'll see on Grinder oh, and God. Scruff and stuff like that. It's although Scruff isn't actually that. I was bad. gonna say I, I feel like Grinder is, is worse is worse than Scruff is. Yeah, I think because you'll get the pissy person that you don't answer them fast enough. Yes, and then they get pissed at you because of something. Yeah, and it's like I had it happen to me today. Like literally, I tell them I'm at work. Yes. Right. I am at work. So they're like, oh, okay. And then they send a message. And they send another message. And they send another message. And like by the third one, they're giving me like five question marks and an exclamation point. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I just told you I'm at work. Yeah. I cannot answer you and tell you how fantastic your mediocre dick pic was. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, if I'm in a meeting, I'm not going to open up Grinder. <laughs> And be like, hey, everyone, look at this dick pic I just got. What do you think, Susan? Let's take a poll. Exactly. Like, fuck, people are just so... And I think... See, it just gets me frustrated right here. I think well, the problem is, and what I really see with it, it, there was a video that came out on the interwebs like a few years ago. If I find it, I'll see if I can post it for y'all. How you would never treat someone in real life the way you treat someone on Grinder. It's true. Like, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't go up to, um, like, a total stranger and be like, hey, show me your dick. Yeah. Right? Or go up to a complete stranger, don't say anything, don't even know if they're there, and flash them your junk. Yeah. <laughs> and then get pissed off when we didn't reply because, hey, guess what? I was doing something else. Yeah. But you show me your dick. I don't care. But they get angry because they don't get the instant validation, apparently. Yeah. So it, it's just like one of those... I, I think just that kind of grinder thing is the epitome of how high drama everything is yes. for the gays. Yeah. It's just... If you can't get it right away, you're pissed. If it's not what you want, you're pissed. If you're not what they want, you're pissed. It's mm-hmm. like... You're just angry all the time on yeah. Grinder. Or if they're not available right now, or there's, like, because we have the rule of we don't go out and screw other people when we're both home. Exactly. Right? Um, and it's amazing how many people, how many dudes get pissed off when yeah. I'm like, I can't, the husband's home, and I'm about to make him dinner. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing is a guy tonight, he's, uh, today, he's again, he's like, are you looking? I'm like, no, I'm at work. He's like, oh, too bad. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I've got to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, but are you, will you be looking later? I'm like, I could be looking later. I don't know. Like, depends on what I'm doing. He's like, oh, okay, well, what, what time do you think? I'm like, I don't know, like 11? Like, like just, after the husband goes exactly, to bed. Exactly. Like, yeah. that's the rule. After the husband goes to bed, then I can do whatever I want. He's like, okay, it sounds cool. I know, actually, no, he gave me a cool. So, of course, I say it as John Oliver would say it. Yeah. Because you have to. Good. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so then I'm giggling to myself. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, what time do you leave work? And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not going to go home and then instantly have you over just to hook up. Because guess what? There's things I need to do. Like. Eat. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Like, you're hitting me at, like, dinner time. It was 6 o'clock when he was messaging me. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm off in, like, two hours. And he's, like, oh, okay. So, like, he's thinking, I come off in two hours and then it can instantly happen. No, buddy. I've got a life. Yeah. Like, literally, the only reason I opened Grinders is because I had a message and I get, like, 
attacked with messages who think that just because you're on it, you're available. Yeah. And you ain't. Yeah. There is no... I, 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 prefer, I wish they had a button on Grindr... Where you can, like... Where you can say your availability. Yes. Like, it's... There is... Because Manhunt had that, right? Didn't they? Yes. Because I know Manhunt had it and Squirt had it way back in the day. It's like, if you're looking, this is what it is. Yeah. But, like, there's no button for that. They assume that if you're on the app, you're looking. No, I'm on the app because I had a conversation with someone and I couldn't remember if they liked brown or green flowers. I, I, I just... Yeah. I have a lot of friends on Grinder, and that's how we communicate. Yes. Because... I don't know, a lot of... I'm not saying they don't like to have their numbers out there, but whatever. I don't know. So, it's definitely... You see it all the time, and I think we live at at a level that we kind of make fun of it, or we kind of just live with it. But I don't think we should. No, I, I agree. I don't I don't think it's fair that we should have to live with it. Yeah. Um, like we even make fun of, like, ghosting. It's like, yeah, we're talking, 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 and then we just ignore the person... How, when would you ever do that in real life? You yeah. wouldn't. Like, you can't, like, you're not... But you would, well, like, you, actually, yes, you would. You're at a bar and whatever, whatever. And, yeah, you can just walk away. Well, especially if, like, if the person... But at least they see you walking away. Yeah, like, especially if the person turns creepy. Because I've had that a few times. Oh, I, God, I admit yeah. I have ghosted people when yes. they're like, when they're like, oh, blah, 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 you're so cute, you're so handsome. And then they, like, launch into, like, what our future would look like. I'm like, I am looking for you to suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Not to put a ring on it. Exactly. And so when they get, like, really creepy like that, I have ghosted them because I'm like, no. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I I will be good, and I will be like, um, sorry, not interested. It's not my thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not what I'm looking for here. I, I do try to do that where... If there's someone that that messages me that I'm not, like that I would I would never go for. Yeah. Um. I'm like you know we can be friends, but you need to know that's about the extent of where it's going to go. Yeah. And I yeah. think, unfortunately, even bringing forward that on that truth and honesty, can in itself incite drama. Totally. And it like, shouldn't. What? what do you mean? What do you mean I'm not your type? Well, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, you're not my type. Yeah. For me, because I don't like twinks. Yes. I literally don't like anyone under 20, like, five. Yeah. I just think it's just gross. Yeah. I, I just feel old, and I feel dirty, and yeah. I just don't like it. So, getting someone who, yeah, like, the fresh 18 to 23-year-old, whatever, message me on Grinder, I'll talk to you. But there's no way that we'll ever do anything. Yeah. It's just, See, and I it's don't, not going to happen. I don't get a lot of those, but I get a lot of... Of older gentlemen who yeah, are yeah. like in the age range of between my my father and my grandfather, mm-hmm. and they're thinking that you know I'm because I'm a young gay man, yeah. younger gay man, that I have daddy issues. And I'm like I don't, and I'm sorry, and I know age is just a number, but like I can't sleep with you if you look like my father. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I get it, but I, I think that uh, that's my problem now is that I see all the twinks and it's like, Oh my God, you're half my age. Yes. And that, dis- that, that disgusts yeah. me. Like you were born. I was legal when you were born. Yeah. And that just gets me. There's hey, there's a lot of daddies out there. Cause that's what we're calling you. There's a lot of daddies out there that like that kind of thing. Not me. Yeah. I like, I actually like people my age or older. Yeah. I just, I don't know how you lucked out and Shanghai'd me into this relationship. But it happened. Because I caught you at your vulnerable moment. It is such a vulnerable, <laughs> drunken moment. Because you're like, oh, look, there's that cute teddy bear, and I need some cuddles. 
I didn't get a, we didn't do cuddles that night. Yeah, stupid. we did. No, we did not. Yeah, we did. I was so fucking drunk. No, we cuddled that night. Anyways, this is not making the podcast. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> and I'll never admit to it. God, see, now you got me off track. What was it? What were we talking about? We're talking about... Gay, gay drama on... Gay, gay drama. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's move from Grinder to... Yeah. Um, I want to talk, I want to talk about Drag Race. Okay. Because I feel like Drag Race is so big because it is, it is televised gay on gay drama Mm -hmm. and it is edited and produced in such a way that the drama, I think it seems bigger than it actually is. Probably. Yes. Right. And the Queens seem cattier to each other than they actually are. Mm -hmm. And like you and I watched, cause we, we just watched the season premiere of, uh, well, we watched all of all stars four. Yeah. Um, and there are a few points where I'm like, girl, calm down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> calm down, calm your tits. Exactly. Um, and then we just watched season 11 premiere and we're like, uh, eh, it's okay. There's some good Queens there. Um, but then we watched Untucked and I don't usually watch Untucked mm-hmm. because it is so, it is the Queens coming after each other and I just, I can't stand it. Yeah. And the Queens were actually relatively tame. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, I'd never seen it, and you said that that's exactly what it's going to be, is just them attacking each other. Yeah. I'm like, actually, that wasn't good. That was kind of informative, and it gave you a little bit of background on what's going on. I was like, okay. But I can see how it could definitely turn dramatic real fast. I, I think it, it like, as, as the season progresses, I think that's what we're going to see, is the Queens yes. is going to start coming for each other. Yeah. Um, but I think because it's week one, everyone's just trying to, you know... But I think that's actually... Friends. It is indicative of real life that the more you invest in something the the more passionate you're going to be about it. Yeah. And I think that there's just a a way that they show how passionate they are. And I'm not saying that it is positive or negative, mm-hmm. but it is definitely creating all this world of excitement all the time around yeah. them that it, it shows that that's how much they actually care. Yeah. And that makes good television. So that's what they record and that's what we see. Yes. Yeah. We don't probably see the the tender moments of okay, you know what, we were best friends and I think it happened a lot on All Stars 4 that yeah. like between like Manila and Latrice and like other people that were there, like you, they were friends but uh, you know, they turned on each other so fast. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. But I don't think cuz they probably they didn't show it, no, right? I, and you know that like the people have been friends and they've grown up together and they have been doing drag with each other for so long that they, I'm sure there's backstories of them just hanging out and eating Twinkies, yeah. right? And then, but that doesn't make any good TV. No, but it it doesn't it doesn't, and that's why I think I liked because my favorite season of Drag Race is season six, I think mm-hmm. Bianca Del Rio season. Mm-hmm. Um, only, I mean, and it's not just because Bianca Del Rio is this hateful bitch and I like would love to be her. She is my spirit animal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in, in the workroom, she is so, she's so kind and tender and she Mm -hmm. actually has a heart. Yeah. I know there was, uh, I can't remember what contestant she was talking to, but they were, they were battling through, I think like the early, like they had just been diagnosed with HIV or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bianca was like, well, you know, if you ever need anything, you call a hateful bitch like me. And whether you need, you know, a laugh or a shoulder to cry on, I'm fucking here for you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's something that you don't 
see a lot, and you kind of need to see it. And it was more I liked I liked seeing that side of a mm-hmm. drag queen. Yeah. yeah, and again, I think it's whether or not it makes good TV or it makes good drama. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we overly want to see because we want to see people going against each other and being Mm -hmm. angry with each other and figuring out how to one-up each other all the time. Right. So I think we keep forgetting that that's TV and that's not how we should be in real life. There is... We need to have those quote-unquote tender moments... Yes. ...where we tell people, you know, I care about you and I care what's going on and, you know, what, you don't always have to be this way. But it doesn't have to feel like it's an after-school special every single time you do it. Yes. You should just do it to do it. Yeah. And it, it should be that... Those should be the more important times in your life and the more frequent times than the dramatic times. Yeah, agreed. And I think that that's kind of where we're at... Yeah, we don't say, oh, I love you all the time. But the way I do it, I just live at a level of calm and ease. Mm-hmm. And that when there is drama, I kind of like, oh, God, I try to avoid it. And yeah. then that's not always the best thing. Sometimes and I know that I need to get in it. But so I, that's a lot of the times I don't understand how these people can live at such a high level of like, you know, vibrating in the drama sphere. Oh, yeah. Like, ten miles up, where I'm just on the ground being like, whatever. Because well, like, uh, I have a co-worker who lives their entire life online. Yeah. And every poor me and dramatic thing that happens to them goes up on Facebook. And I'm like, how can you live like that? Yeah. Like, how can you live from moment to moment of poor me? Yeah. Or, oh my god, look what happened. It just... I'm like, I, I get exhausted listening to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pity turns to drama, flip it around, and whatever, whatever. I'm yeah. sure they're kind of interchangeable. And well, if people pity you, then you get more, like, people are, it is like, pay attention to me. Well, because I, I, I feel you know? like for someone who's addicted to drama, yeah. if you're not constantly the center of attention, yeah. you, you make the little things sound way bigger than they are so that you do get that, oh my God, poor you thing. Yeah, exactly. Right, because you, so you are constantly getting pity because that is what you crave, and it's it's even though it's negative attention, you're still getting the attention. Yeah, no, I could totally see it, and I think that totally does make sense. Yeah, all right. Um, like we need to talk about an elephant in the room, though. I'm not talking about my giant ass. Okay, what are you talking? Or about? Or a house horse. Where's the elephant? Elephant. The elephant. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's been a huge source of drama within the gay community. Yeah. The, the, GSD community. GSD. Yeah. Ooh, I got it right. You're so good. Better than I was. <laughs> I know I listened to your other podcasts. Yeah. I was like, girl. <laughs> I screwed it up like five times. Sorry, guys. Um, And that's Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Can we talk about him for a few minutes? Uh, yeah, a few, because I'm sure the people are getting really tired of us. Right? Yeah. So, it's been a huge source of drama. Yeah, of I don't course. know how you felt about it, but like, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm torn. There's a part of me that's like, I'm over you. And that's kind of where I'm at, too. I'm like, okay, can it just be over? Whether he did it or not, fine. Let him go or charge him. Just move on. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of it. But every time I turn around, I feel like the Chicago PD are like, ooh, we're getting our moment in the spotlight, so we're going to live it up. And like their chief of police is doing a media tour right now. I know. But I think they're getting the moment of spotlight for actually... I want to say, quote, unquote, doing their job. 
instead of you know just. But they're yeah they're doing their job, but the evidence that they brought forward that said he he planned this whole thing turned out to be fucking false. Yeah, because the 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 things they had him on were for something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, that show no connection to him planning his own bashing. Yeah. And now they're like, well, there's other evidence, but we're not releasing it. Yeah, yet. it's Republican evidence. Yes. Exactly. Everything is fake news. Yes. So you can say you can claim anything is good, and that's what we've got. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't align with anything. It doesn't really matter, because I still have it. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't have to make sense for Republicans yeah. in today's day and age. But I think they are definitely bringing that in from their president... Where they are, you know, they're making this huge media story of this is what we're doing. Look at us over here, over here, over here. And yet still there has been how many shootings of African-American men and women and children in the city of Chicago this year. Yeah. Right? Or all the trans people of color that are being sold into human human trafficking or... Killed in broad daylight yeah. that no one's talking about. But like, I'm just trying. I'm just saying Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Chicago was not the major hub of sex trafficking for trans people. I don't know. I haven't been there. Windy City. I'm sure you're great. Uh, Oprah's there, so you mm-hmm. know something's good. Uh, like it's just the Chicago PD is shining like a huge spotlight on what they're doing to crack down on Jesse Smollett. Yeah, that it's kind of overshadowing everything else that is might be bad that they don't want to talk well, about. And I think right? everyone, they have everyone so wrapped up in the drama of what he did or didn't do mm-hmm. that no one is focusing on the damage he's done to two very marginalized communities, yeah, exactly. especially in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because he is black and because he is gay. Yes. So both of those communities have now been tarnished. Totally. Because of this. And whether or not it's true, yeah, uh, we will have the the people of I can't come forward because no one will believe me. Yes, or I don't believe you because everyone's lying. Exactly. So that's it's, it, it's just put us into it, such pickle. Even though the statistic is, and I think it's like and I, I got this, this statistic from our friends over at the Gayish Podcast, mm-hmm. where I think in a hundred thousand hate crimes that were um, reported, forty eight of them were deemed to be a hoax. Yes. Which, I mean, that's a huge mm-hmm. difference in what is and what isn't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it's so true. Like, <laughs> like, literally at work, not a day goes by that I don't claim something is a hate crime. And yes. everyone knows it. But I just, like, if I was ever going to report something to the police like that, it's like, I'm going to make damn sure that I am telling the truth, mm-hmm. right? There's way too much, like, at stake yes. for stuff like that. And again, if it's those people that really like the drama and they're they're wanting to say, hey, this is a hate crime, just think of the damage that you're actually doing to the people that the crime is going against. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. And I, I don't and, get it. And there's a part of me that feels bad for Jesse Smollett. Because his life is in limbo right now. Well, not li- I don't even want to say limbo. It's like his career is done. Like, like his career is done, done. But like he can't even begin to move on because he doesn't know whether he's going to be charged or not. Because he doesn't know what other evidence they have against him. Yeah. So like he can't even begin to like move on and attempt to rebuild whatever he's whatever 
is left of the shambles of his life. Yeah. Well, I think the the point for that is, in his heart of hearts, he knows if he's guilty or not. Totally. Obviously. Yeah. Right? So, I think at that point, he is... You're at that... He knows if he can move on or not. Yeah. Like, if he didn't do it, then he's going to fight. Yeah. Right? I'm going to fight till my very last breath because I'm not going to let anyone tarnish my rep. If he hasn't done it, or if he did do it, like, literally, you've already given up. Yes. It's like, like fuck, I'm busted. Yeah. Like, don't continue lying because we all know that if you lie, you're just going to dig yourself a deeper hole. Yeah. With every single lie that goes on top of it. Yeah. So, I think that's all I want to talk about with that. Yes. Because... I don't, I don't want to give him any more airtime than we have I don't to. want to give him airtime because I don't want to do this story. I would much rather have people talk about everything else that's super important in Chicago. Yeah. Like, how many quote-unquote real people and everyday lives are getting ended? Yes. Because of whatever crime is going on. Yeah. And that's in every city, yeah. comma, America. Yeah. Now, I'm just bitter. I'm angry. <laughs> I need the husband to go to bed so I can dial a dial a dick on grinder, even though it'll piss me off anyways. I just whatever. I think that's how I'm gonna wrap it up tonight. Yeah. Uh, wrap it up all angry like. I'm gonna and probably unwrap it with anger as well. Okay. Because you know that's how I roll. Stop the drama, kids. Really, you should save that drama for your mama. Till next time, kids. Cheers, lots. Bye. Bye.